This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. Maybe it was the way I paused that threw you guys off and led to a shitty This Is Doug Loves Movies. I don't know. Shitty's not the right word for it. You guys, you did what you could. And I definitely appreciate it. Coming to you from our original home, the UCB Theater Franklin location in Los Angeles, California. It's Tuesday, April 25th, 2017. Forget about showing me the money. Show me the name tags. There's like three of them. Okay, great. That's, that's all we need is three of them. We have three guests. That's going to work out perfect. I hope they don't fight over the, the name tags. I hope there's not a, a total scrapple. 
Doug Plugs, this Thursday, April 29th, Douglas Movies is back at good old Cap City Comedy Club in Austin, Texas at 420. May 5th, I'm doing a show at Zany's in Rosemont, Illinois, because nothing says Cinco de Mayo more than the stand-up of Doug Benson. And Saturday, May 6th, I'm doing DLM at Zany's in Rosemont at 420. And the next day, May 7th, I'm doing stand-up at Comedy Off-Broadway in Lexington, Kentucky, also at 420. Bring your name tags uh, to my stand-up shows if you want to play Last Man Stanton. If you want to get up on stage and embarrass the shit out of yourself because you can't think of a second movie starring Will Smith or whoever it is. People freeze up. It's crazy. All of my dates and deeds and links are at douglovesmovies.com. That's douglovesmovies.com. Better. That was better. <laughs> you guys are really pulling together as an audience. <laughs> Let's look in the prize bag. Lots of stuff in the prize bag. Very heavy prize bag. I went to a party for uh, the TV show Problematic, hosted by Moshe Kasher, and I had to stand around at a party with this bag full of shit. Uh, yeah, that's how dedicated I am to you guys, is that I went to a thing with this bag, and people were like, what's in the bag? I'm like, don't worry about it. It's for people later. It's for a winner. Somebody's going to win this shit, including a very Christmassy peacemaker, a rubber peacemaker bong, just in time for the holidays. A uh, from Mary Jane, a uh, a thing that not only holds your weed but I I think grinds your weed. Somebody was trying to say on a previous episode, oh no, that's just a holder, it's not a grinder, but I think it's also a grinder. Uh, from Nashville, I guess you can't live in Nashville without eating one of these uh, at least every other day. A goo goo cluster. Has anybody here had a goo goo cluster? It's fucking big in Nashville. <laughs> So, so get, get your shit together. <laughs> Come on, Los Angeles. Also from the Wild West Comedy Festival, this is kind of fun, from uh, George Dickel Tennessee Whiskey. It's a, it's a cloth flask. That seems like, cl this cloth flask seems like it would hold your booze nicely uh, for some, some sort of event where you want to hide that you have booze. A uh, copy of my CD, Promotional Tool. And uh, what else is in here? Oh, a button from the the Flannel Cakes podcast. I think I know what that is. <laughs> All of that. Oh, wait. This is like so silly to say, oh, wait for this. But also a guitar pick that says Goo Goo Cluster on it. So, yeah, you're going to rock out with that. That's going to be crazy. And it's all in a bag, a, a nice vinyl, is this a vinyl bag? I don't know what you call it. But it's a bag from the Wild West Comedy Festival where I just was this last weekend. All of that, plus, look at this. It's a piece of plastic that's in the bottom of the Wild West Comedy Fest bag because you, you know it's a quality uh, merch, or not merch, but swag bag if it's got a piece of plastic in the bottom. And uh, all of that, plus whatever my guests brought tonight is going to be somebody's 
here in this room, and it's narrowed down to like the three or four of you <laughs> that brought name tags. Please give a big warm welcome to, uh, this is three regulars on the show, so I'm very excited. David Huntsberger, Doug Millard, and Sam the Ma'am <laughs> Levine, AKA Lil Wolverine's older brother. Because there's an official little Wolverine now. Oh, no. There's a girl. Have you seen Logan? I haven't. There's a girl that's little Wolverine, so you're her older brother. Do they call her that? No, they don't call her that. Oh, why? It's just obvious, because she's the daughter of Wolverine, and she has yes. adamantium, adamantium. She's got claws. <laughs> she's got those steel claws have, and everything. I have adamantium dental fillings. Does that count? It does not count, no. but thank you for playing, and uh, okay. we'll see you later. Okay. I was going to allow it. What? <laughs> I think those fillings count. You weren't into it, David? No, I said I was going to allow it. Those fillings, they seal the deal for me. By the I, way, Doug said adamantium correctly. That was the way to say it. <laughs> adamantium. No, yeah. you said That's how you say it. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> Have you heard of uh, the Milverine? The guy in Milwaukee who looks like Wolverine just walks around all the time? What? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because he's in Milwaukee. He's yeah. called the Milverine. The Milverine. He's been on like the cover of City Pages. There. If you see like Milverine in Milwaukee, it's quite a treat. Not to be confused with Milferine, right? <laughs> or Benverine, <laughs> who's walking around going, "I, I what's, where's my yeah. attention? <laughs> I'm Benverine, goddammit. Oh, look, somebody's got a beer. Oh, yeah. Is that you? Is that supposed to be on stage? I don't care. <laughs> they have them backstage. Why are you putting it under the table? <laughs> Nobody can see it think, there. Yeah, do you think this is being filmed in some way? <laughs> I mean, it might be if somebody's, like, uh, filming it surreptitiously, but we're not. there's not supposed to be cameras out uh, during the show. Let's meet my guests individually, starting with the man in the middle. No. Oh. David Huntsberger is here, everybody. Hello. How's it going, buddy? Good, man. It's good to be back. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Your beard's the thickest I've ever oh seen. Oh, my it. God. I, well, I've never had a thick beard because I've avoided it because it would come in so gray. And uh, this is my waiting for my Comedy Central show to get picked up beard. Like, I'm going to grow it until they make a decision. It's like the lower half of your face saw a ghost. <laughs> Did that happen? The part of my face that's not high got really <laughs> shocked by something. The rest of my face was like, whatever, dude. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's a good comparison. So I've been taking lots of Snapchat pictures, not Snapchat, uh, Instagram pictures of it. Uh, and people write back, but uh, <laughs> but I'm going to erase all of them as soon as Comedy Central makes a decision because even though a judge could have a gray beard, uh, I, I want to be you know a young judge. <laughs> I love that show. <coughs> young well, judge. thanks, dude. Um, so yeah, Doug Millard is here. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> What's going on, buddy? Same uh, question I asked David. Yeah, uh, I'm just killing it, man. 
Oh, yeah? Just killing it. Right? You're like out there being the like... Uh, Sexy as usual. You're like the new Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, dude. <laughs> with always wearing a, a trucker cap. <laughs> Dolly Parton cap. What is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says Dolly on yeah, your Yeah, but people think it says hat. Doug, so I just look like an asshole. I'm like, hey. <laughs> hey, I'm wearing my Doug cap. My name's Doug, and I'm wearing my cap. <laughs> but you have a Dolly cap. Yeah, dude. That you bought at Dollywood? Now my brother saw her live and sent it to me. He was like, hey, check out this awesome thing you missed. And I was like, cool. Thanks. Oh, I thought you were just a big fan of clone sheep. <laughs> well, 90s. Too. Where are my 90s kids? That was about... That was, about, that was big news I think 20% of the audience was on board with that yep. dolly joke. That's, a, that's about my rate. That's yeah. about what I run. 20% success. Well, let's see how many of them applaud for Sam Levine, oh, everybody. Thank you very much. What's going on, buddy? Hey, man. Uh, I'm also doing all right, before you ask, if you're going to ask. <laughs> I said, what's going on? Oh, all right, I guess that's the same that thing. That covers it. Yeah, yeah, it covers it. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. What if just yeah. greetings on the street were this, like, quasi-hostile? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? I said I was all right. Yeah. Hey, what's yeah. up? We covered this <laughs> with our eye contact. Good to see you. <laughs> yeah, I said that. You. All right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Everybody fine? <laughs> I think everybody's super fine. Uh, there's a lot going on in Los Angeles tonight. A lot of great uh, comedy shows. And uh, some people came to this one. Wow. <laughs> you know what it is? It's the for the energy, man. The Pixies have a show tonight. I'm very proud of them. They do? Yeah. Mm. Oh. Half the audience. Yeah. Half the audience filled yeah. with deep regret right FOMO. now. FOMO. <laughs> FOMO alert. <laughs> There's a thing going on at Largo tonight. It's got a lot of great mm-hmm. comics, and so uh, you know, I, I'm on the internet, so I I, <laughs> I see what the competition is, and then I I appreciate every single person that that comes to this. Yeah, pay seven dollars. Is that what it costs now? Yeah. Seven bucks. You know, it's crazy. It's Frank Black's here. What? From the Pixies, he's here. He's here? Yeah. <laughs> what? Even though he's supposed to be doing a show in he's, town? He's, he skipped the show. <laughs> is it a Frank Blackless? I don't know what's true anymore. (laughs) So much fake news out there. (laughs) Sam Levine. Yes, sir. What was the last movie you saw? Ah, last movie I watched was uh, Raging Bull. What? Yeah. Why are you watching that old shit? You know, I hadn't seen it since I was a teenager, and I was like, I wonder if this is as cool as I remember it. Yeah, so I thought I'd revisit it's a spectacular movie. It is shot spectacularly, and the performances are spectacular, but overall, it's kind of a slow movie where not a whole lot of shit happens. Oh, it's slow movie. It is very... It's just like, I'm an asshole, and I'm going to stay an asshole. Yeah, it's, it's sort the of The end. Pretty much, yeah. It's this character piece that spans, you know, like 15 years or so. Uh, in the in the life of this guy and the people associated with him, and uh, he doesn't do a whole lot of growing. He's pretty much the same asshole from uh, when we meet him to when we leave him. Well, he does a little bit of growing in the gut department. Hello. <laughs> he gets fat. He sure do. Yeah. Yeah. No, De Niro is. I mean, he was just sensational in that movie. And Pesci, that was his first big role, uh, was in that movie. And uh, and the two of them together, those scenes are fucking amazing. Is that a new thing, like a recent thing, where like the characters all have to have an arc? 
No, that's overall a good storytelling back <laughs> millennia. Because I just like that pitch of like, what happens to the character? Nothing. Yeah. No arc. He doesn't grow. You can have a but character. That's, but that's a weird. That's a weird version of growth. Is that he doesn't change? I that change he just by not changing at all. That he just say. stays a piece of shit, right? And just gets fat and talks into a mirror. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can do that movie. It's just got to be really engrossing, and you got to understand why he's such a piece of shit and won't change. Yeah, yeah and it's about boxing, so it has amazing boxing sequences. Yeah, it's got some it's really all in yeah. black and white, yep. and yeah, it's uh, it's really yeah uh, entertaining, but. I, I would like to look at it again to, to see what you're saying about it being slow. Yeah. Maybe slow's not the right word. Just there's not a lot. It's, it's, uh, it, there's no arc. The other characters have an arc. Even watching yeah, the other character's like, fuck this fuck guy. Fuck this guy. <laughs> I'm outie. Yeah. Yeah. You know that movie, The Birds? There's a scene where she, like, Tippi Hedren what? just what? rows what a boat. Uh, the Birds, Alfred Hitchcock. Who? You know that you know that one Hitchcock? Y'all know the birds. You know, you know children listen to this show, right? <laughs> this show is from five the from five year olds to twenty. I thought year we were olds. going through the history of cinema, <laughs> Raging Bull. <laughs> no, I'm just joking around. The birds is a classic, of course, but what about it? It's like intolerably long. I mean, a scene where you're like, oh, I get it, she's gonna row that boat over to there, and then you see the whole like three minute sequence, every Ooh. paddle. Yeah, everything's yeah. so slow. Like, like one of the Hitchcock classes for, of course, is uh, Vertigo, and that movie's just a guy driving around stalking a woman for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's really slowly paced, very deliberate. A lot of, uh, you know, a lot of bad green screen shots of uh, Jimmy Stewart in the car. Mm-hmm. But you know, that one moment where he's like in that tower and they do the Vertigo zoom, you're like. I'm in. <laughs> this was worth all of my trouble. Uh, what about you, Doug? I actually saw Logan finally today. Today? Loved it. In a theater? Yeah, yeah. I was the last one. You were the only person there. <laughs> There's three guys. I teared up at the end, and I was trying not to. You did what at the end? I teared up a little bit. <laughs> I was sniffling. I had slept in a while. Oh, how, how did the other two guys react in the I, audience? I tried to hide. Okay. Try to just get under my seat. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a great movie, right? So good. It's very entertaining. I still have a boner, a little yeah. bit. I'm still erect. From the crying? Yeah. From the- <laughs> that's how I get off now. <laughs> Here's the thing that gets me about the birds. There's that whole scene where... <laughs> Now, did I waste my it's movie like on the birds, birds, by the way? Yeah, you did. <laughs> birds? <laughs> yes. birds, birds are like attacking people, going ape shit, and there's a scene where uh, uh, basically a, a gas station explodes just because some asshole drops his cigarette into into gas uh, spilled gasoline. <laughs> like, what does that have to do with the fucking birds? <laughs> like, why would the birds make you do that? <laughs> Trembling with fear. Well, yeah, you're like, oh shit, what's going on with these birds? I better drop my cigarette into this gasoline I just spilled (laughs) at my own feet. Well, a bird made him start smoking before. Right, that's what drove him to it. It was a simpler time, Doug. Mm -hmm. It's been a while since I, I don't think I sat through the whole thing, but I felt like there was just a lot of, I hope there are no birds behind this door. Ah, birds! Like, just a constant. There's birds everywhere. That's the trouble with birds. birds. (laughs) Is it? Is that if birds turn on us, we really, there's nowhere for us to turn. It was really that generation's The Happening. Wow. 
I don't know. Wh- I don't know what's wrong with you, Sam. But... <laughs> I, you know what? That was the exact response I was hoping to elicit. Half laughter, half polite laughter, half groan. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the birds worked, especially in oh, its time. Oh yeah. Whereas the happening did not. It did, did not. It happen. does not work in any. Did not time. happen for anybody nope. anywhere. Nope. It's the trees. It's absolutely brutal. <laughs> yes, the trees. Fucking awful. <laughs> Something's happening with the trees. <laughs> Look good, feel good. So, I wish I could bring Mark Wahlberg out here right now. <laughs> I wish I had that power, but he's not, he's not available tonight. But, I think I asked everybody <laughs> what, last, what the last movie they saw was. You did, you did not. For better or worse. <laughs> you definitely All right, not. David, answer the question, even though you brought up the birds yeah, as I something did. you have seen recently. I don't even really need to talk. I saw two movies that I felt like didn't get enough cred. Um, the D-Train, I felt like that was better than... You uh, like that? With, yeah. Fre- with uh, uh, Jack Black and James Marsden? Mm-hmm. It's kind of a fucked up movie. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, through the whole though. thing, Jack Black is just, like, getting further and further into a problematic lie. Right. Yeah. And he was just, that. like, uncomfortable the whole time. I liked <laughs> I liked Jack Black. He's It was a different uh, sort of speed for him. I liked it. He's enjoyable. And then uh, Nocturnal Animals, I thought was terrific. Oh, yeah. I really liked that, too. Yeah. Is that but about, I, but I was troubled by the fact that in Nocturnal Animals, the, the novel that Amy Adams is reading in the movie yeah. that you see the story of mm-hmm. is far more compelling <laughs> than her story, right. which is what the movie is about. Yeah, but I like the way they did that because it's so hard when so, like you have a movie based on like, wait till you see my friend act. And then you're like, well, this person has to then pull this off in the movie. They didn't really do that with the story. They just showed you the story and you're like, this is a fucking good ass story. But they never told you you're supposed to. But feel the most that way. interesting characters are in a book within the story. Right, I like that. Michael Shannon and and uh, Aaron Johnson. They're mm-hmm. like characters in a book. Mm-hmm. Right. That a character in the movie wrote, mm-hmm. and the way the movie's written, you're like, that character wrote shit that good. <laughs> <laughs> like Jake Gyllenhaal's character, it's like, wow, he, that's amazing that he pulled that out because yeah. because the writing he did that Michael Shannon acted is right. quite amazing. Completely agree. And therefore, I would like to share that it's very good, and that's why I brought it up. But yeah, I, I thought uh, that didn't outweigh it, that he could be like, oh, that's a good story. and that But it's Jake very can... suspenseful in the scenes that are just a book. <laughs> but Whereas it, the scenes but... that are the actual people that are in the story they're telling, there's no suspense at all. But yeah, is realize that, that is part of the movie. But wait, so do you have, like you want to leave the theater and go read a book do for you a bit? Have the and same come problem back? with the yes. Princess Bride. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I was like fucking Peter Falk <laughs> and Fred Savage. Fred Savage. kid gonna die? Should just we? They should just have a nice hug and an ice cream and then roll the credits. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. I mean, like, but. <laughs> But as a device, as much as I love Peter Falk, mm-hmm. I would have rather that movie just told the story instead of it being a fucking old man telling a kid the story. Oh. I, I think they should just get into wow. it. Like I think that's a thing that held me back. Mm-hmm. Was like I don't need to hear this guy tell me this story. Okay, I can just watch it. Has anyone done a uh, re-edit of that? Scrub out Savage and and Falk and just. Yeah, or just scrub out. People are upset already. (laughs) Oh, I like the parts where they explain it to me. (laughs) Such a hard to follow story. 
The Princess Bride. Her name's Buttercup? Tell me more. Uh, anyway. The never-ending story is the story within somebody reading, but it does get very exciting at the end. Yeah. If you say so. <laughs> is the end when the kid flies around on a dog? Pretty much. <laughs> that is pretty that is pretty cool. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> I do I do like a kid flying around on a yeah. dog. Uh, that's pretty neat. All right, you guys. Uh, <laughs> I've got a lot of stuff for the prize bag, but I know you all, you all also brought stuff. It looks like Doug might have brought prescription glasses. Oh, those are mine. <laughs> Reading glasses. <laughs> Why do you have those? Uh, uh, for looking at name tags, because I'm really yeah, yeah, yeah. you're gonna put those on when the name tag selection yeah, yeah. starts. There are there are some small ones. I'll give you that. Yeah, I don't want to accidentally <laughs> pick the wrong one. All right, but uh, you got like a whole bag of I stuff. I got so I'll go through it quickly. So we try to order a Leonard Cohen album on Amazon, and they sent us the ultimate collection of Barris Hammond. <laughs> No idea. Why would there be such a terrible mistake? It's called Can't Stop a Man. Well, they look a lot alike, I think. <laughs> it's just a racist <laughs> decision I'm on sure their part. Just send them anybody black. <laughs> just as good. Don't 20... be fine. They're just white dummies buying it. 25 polka hits. If Frank Yankovic is not on there, it's a crime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Police Academy 6 single. What? That a, is city a, under siege, ladies and gentlemen. It's a single gentlemen. on vinyl for the listeners. These are these are all on vinyl, by yeah, the yeah. way. We got wow. we, we belong together with uh, Roy Drusky and Priscilla Mitchell. We got an Andy Griffith record. What? Matlock sings? Yeah. We got some Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, now you're talking. Confederacy of Dunces. Whoa. Oh. The best. We got a uh, porcelain bear eating a watermelon. You know you don't. You only need to bring like one thing. Oh no! Is this a yard sale? <laughs> Pretty much. I got a fake Everything piece must of shit. Go. A what? A fake piece of shit. <laughs> That's what I thought of that uh, animal eating a watermelon. <laughs> we got Henry and Glenn forever. What is that? A little... It's uh, Henry Rollins and Glenn Danzig from Misfits. Uh, why is Henry Rollins giving Danzig a, 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 a soldier massage? You gotta read to find out. That's okay. <laughs> I saw the size of that bag when you brought it in, and now I feel like there's a trap door in the floor. <laughs> People are handing you stuff through. And then uh, this is it. These are uh, my albums. Uh, my latest, uh, Wipe, Your, uh, Wipe Your Paws, my first, and then uh, Fart Safari, my uh, album that just came I, out. I, I have to read Stand up record. what it actually says on the Police Academy 6. It says, from the original soundtrack of Police Academy 6, City Under Stage, Grandmaster Melly Mel and Van Silk rap their big hit, What's the Matter with Your World? <laughs> <laughs> but rap their big hit is in the smallest font. It's in the tiniest print. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, a rap version of their hit. Grandmaster Melly Mel and Van Silk. Silk. All right, Doug, put all that stuff back yeah. back into the bag it came from, and uh, from whence it hand came. it to my assistant in the trap door. And, we'll, and the winner tonight will receive multiple bags. <laughs>
David Huntsberger, yeah, what, I, what did you bring? I brought this uh, DVD, which people are fond of these days, a Dead Technology. It has two um, versions of a stand-up special. One is like me performing with animation next to me. The other one's purely animated. So for, for your, your fans that, that might partake in some... Um, uh, kind of a trippy yeah, yeah. stand-up experience. Yeah, it's real weird, Animated stand-up. And then this uh, book of comics that I drew. People, someone can have that. It's very personal. Yes, yes. It's the only copy of it. It's the only one in existence. (laughs) Yeah, all dicks. Uh, Bring it, Sam Levine. Uh, I have uh, something that I'm definitely not supposed to be giving away. So if you win this from the prize bag, you didn't get it from me. Okay, yeah. Uh, Keep your mouth shut, you guys. Uh, This is the uh, search party uh, from TBS. It is the entire 10-episode series on DVD. Uh, So if you're too cheap to get uh, on demand, there you go. For your consideration, all of Search Party. Yeah, it's actually a really fun series if you haven't seen it. Alia Shawkat has been on this program, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How many people, by round of applause, uh, still utilize DVDs? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for that uh, scientific poll <laughs> to find out that everyone still uses would DVDs. Would you have guessed that it was everyone? I would not have. Well, why would anybody stop using them? Blu-ray? It was half. It was. It felt. Oh, there's an audience member that uh, <laughs> under, that could figure out by applause. <laughs> Got a crowd scientist. How many here. people? And he says half. Well, what are the other half doing? Just watching everything on the internet and Netflix and stuff? Okay. That makes sense. Glad I did that bit of research. I get it. Like, new computers don't have a thing where you could slide the CD in anymore, yeah. right? Or yeah. DVD. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So, congratulations. You got something you're not going to look at. <laughs> if you win yeah, tonight. I, the quickest side. So I just visited my great, or my grandmother. She's in like 93, 94. And uh, we're at the retirement home. And I was like, Grandma, what do you do all day? And she's like, well, I look out that window. So we're going to be at that point at some point, guys. Uh, I just want to bum the crowd out real quick. <laughs> if, only they could make a, if only they could make a DVD of like looking out a window. <laughs> while, while Peter Falk read about yeah. it. I've seen VHS tapes of a fireplace. <laughs> that was popular for a while. But uh, you know they have VR now, where you can see previous parts of your life that you've been in. What? So you what? Could, like you could come back right here and stand around and watch us doing this. Like, oh, and then I said this. What would it be so crushingly sad if they had that like out the window? You could just watch your childhood as you were in a rocking chair. Would that bum everyone out, or would that be like, oh, cool, I was pretty good at frisbee or whatever? What you're discussing is the basis of several science fiction films: some good, some terrible. <laughs> There's a film where someone sits in a rocking chair and looks out the window and sees their childhood. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's a movie called The Final Cut with Robin Williams and Jim Caviezel, oh. where people, when they're born, they get these chips implanted, so their whole lives get recorded. Oh. And then you can hack. You know, into the Sam. Chair. There's no reason to make up movies starring <laughs> dead people. <laughs> Jim Caviezel is alive and well. Apologies to Jim. <laughs> Mira Sorvino's also in it, I think. Okay, well, now, yeah. you, now you've sold me. No, all right. Now I'm all about it. Gotcha. Now that I know Mira's involved. All right. Um, this is the part of the show where I say, Bert, turn it off. Let the games begin. Yeah. People are crazy excited about so that. So happy. <laughs> 
kind of feels like it's too late for games. Like it's too late in the That's evening. Good. But uh, we do have some name tags. Okay. So, gentlemen, pick the name tags you'd like to play for, and while you do that, we'll do this. We'll be right back after these words about Bosch. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Bosch. Amazon's acclaimed crime series, Bosch, is back for a third season. Titus Welliver stars as Detective Harry Bosch, an honest cop driven by a dark past who is obsessed with punishing criminals no matter what the cost. Haunted by the discovery that his mother's murder was covered up by the police, Bosch also finds himself implicated in the death of a serial killer he's investigating. Now Bosch must navigate the dangerous waters of a police department that believes he's guilty while working with a partner who is no longer sure he can trust him. Bosch will fight to prove his innocence even as he pursues a dangerous group of ex-Special Forces assassins willing to kill anyone who gets in their way. Against the glamour and seediness of Los Angeles, Bosch will risk everything to clear his name while bringing down the murderous crime ring, no matter how many rules he has to break to do it. Based on the best-selling novels by Michael Connelly, stream season three now on Amazon Prime. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We're back! <laughs> Doug Millard, what, is, what kind of crazy... You've got a name tag that says all Dugs go to Kevin, which is, <laughs> which is very funny, very... Very perfect. Got lots of Doug Benson faces on the poster. Plus, uh, I assume that's Kevin. Yeah. Hey, Kevin. Well, and what's in the... There's a little package that came with it. He said there's also a weed rice crispy treat. Inside this thing? Yes. And what, so that's why you picked it? Are you into edibles? Uh, well, if... I mean, on occasion. Uh, I almost called the cops on myself on them once. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at this shit. That is beautiful. Wow. That is fucking nasty. <laughs> <laughs> it's very congealed. If you there's put a, that next to the a, fake poop, there's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, where's the fake shit? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I'm a, you know, I mean, I, I, I like an edible as much as the next person, but this looks like, this is weird. <laughs> this just looks like something that, like, you'd find it, like, the next day in a refrigerator and go, no. <laughs> but I'm sure it, it probably gets the job done. Is it, how strong is it? It's five milligrams. Five milligrams? That's nothing, right? But, <laughs> but five milligrams is like you went, boop. Like, you just put a little, there's a little touch of marijuana in this giant... Oh, for the ladies. All right, that's that's sexist. <laughs> that ladies should have this big thing with only five milligrams in it, but that's a good, it's probably a good starter edible for somebody. By the right? way, Kevin has changed. Did you, you notice that? Yeah, wait a second. Hey, hey lady, your name is Kevin? 
<laughs> like that's... So Doug gets to keep this? And do you want to keep this? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's yours then. Congratulations. Who you play for, David? Jess LC Punk. Is her name Whoa, is? look at that. Yeah. Yeah, they punked out my head. Yep, you're the Lillard with the crazy punk I'm hair. Matthew Lillard with the crazy hair. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> You know, young Jason Siegel is in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a badass in that movie. Yeah. A badass punk. He kicked. Well, he's like the straight-laced guy that yep. kills everybody, basically. Yeah. Oh, oh you cool. remember it? What the yeah, fuck? Yeah. I gotta see this movie. Yeah. You haven't seen SLC Punk? I never not I seen SLC Punk. <laughs> I might have seen parts of it, but this is not for me because <laughs> I'm not Mormon or punk. <laughs> But uh, I thought you were both. Maybe uh, right. The <laughs> only part you might not like is it also takes place inside a book. <laughs> <laughs> I need my movies to be real. <laughs> Sam Levine, who are you played for? Uh, I'm playing for uh, Eight Miles with a Y in Miles. Yes, that's, that's pretty Just clever, a... and it's got Eminem looking out the window about his trying to. Real, think about his future. It's mm-hmm. my grandma looking out the window. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and the, the eight miles is, uh, it's like a fire font. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's a really, really good job, Miles. Yeah, fire font. Congratulations. Yeah. That's what it would be cool. <laughs> so somebody, one of those three people is going to win uh, everything from the prize bag tonight. And uh, uh, as has happened here at... Uh, UCB Franklin because we have a lovely table that we have sitting in front of us. Uh, we're going to start with a game where you guys uh, get to uh, have your own individual buzzers oh. that you use to buzz in, and uh, I want you to you know pick a sound that uh, that you appreciate. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Oh, oh no! Oh god! Wires. No, it's okay. Oh, can, Doug, I gotta say this is not spill as loud all the waters as, as some of yeah, the other ones. Yeah, you got a quieter one? Very quiet. All right, well, <laughs> try this one. Oh, that's, oh, that's very loud. That's there you go. Nice, yeah. nice there you go, doorbell see. sound effect. All right. Oh, yeah, those right. are about the same. Yep. <laughs> so I'll keep this one. Okay. <laughs> I'll keep the boy oh, 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 There's some sports anytime there's a, Anytime there's a sexual question, I will, <laughs> <laughs> I will hit that. Oh, get ready. Yeah. What's your favorite scene in Fast Times at Ridgemont High? <laughs> You're not supposed to hit a buzzer. <laughs> so we're going to start with a game called, uh, because two of you guys, I met Doug and David in uh, Austin, Texas, so it only seems appropriate to bring out a game that was uh, invented there. It's Alex's Jason and Deb IMDb game. Oh, well. Love it. Yeah. Uh, you guys... Uh, Buzz in when you think you know it. I'm going to name the uh, top four known four movies according to a person's IMDb page. And uh, it's negative one for a wrong answer, so you might want to hang back to make sure you uh, know the correct answer. And you get bonus points for each additional movie that you can name if you successfully buzz in before anybody else and uh, give the correct answer. (laughs) (laughs) 
You excited? Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I got a crispy treat. <laughs> Stay out of her business. It doesn't matter what happens tonight because you're you're going home with that crispy treat. <laughs> I'm already a winner. No matter what. Yeah, you should move it closer to you. <laughs> All right. Any questions? Um, Sam, Sam, Sam's got it. <laughs> I already know it. David? Does anyone ever buzz in early? You could pre-guess. Do you want to pre-guess? The name? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to just buzz in now and risk getting minus one for just randomly naming an actor or an actress? Yeah, I'll say Kevin Costner. <laughs> well, I'm not going to give you negative one because you didn't buzz in first. Okay. All right. God, I hope it's Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs> Whose IMDb page says most known for A Hard Day's Night? (laughs) Right? That narrows it down to about four people. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll give you a second one. You guys are cautious and I like it. Kevin Costner. (laughs) Smells like Costner. Whose IMDb page says most known for A Hard Day's Night and Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club (laughs) Band? (sighs) Doesn't help you guys. Oh, who buzzed in? That's me. David's buzzing in. Yeah, I'm going to say Ringo Starr. You're incorrect. Yeah, negative one for David. Anybody else want to? Oh, Doug's buzzing in. What do you the got? Beatles. Let's what do you say got? A stupid answer. <laughs> the Beatles. <laughs> the Beatles IMDb page. Well, but you the may have supposed this. <laughs> I don't know if the Beatles have an IMDb page or not, but <laughs> I was thinking about the idiots that post this. Stuff. Also known yeah. for music. <laughs> so that is incorrect as well. <laughs> Wow, Sam's really got an open board here. The third title, Yellow Submarine. (laughs) I've got it narrowed down to three, Doug. (laughs) Wait, one of the Beatles wasn't involved in one of those? No, he already said. uh, Oh, that's right. He eliminated. (laughs) I forgot about that. But that's not also. I could change my mind about that answer. (laughs) And then the fourth title. Which might not help you, Sam. Probably not. Because this is weird. Children of Men. Oh. Oh, oh wow. Right? Uh, oh. Yeah. Ooh, that's, that's a fucked up one. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to ring in. Uh, I'll, I'll at least have a point lead of it. Yeah, know. yeah. No, you're you're in the lead with zero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because apparently there's a song on the soundtrack is of Children of Men. John Lennon? And it's John yeah. Lennon. Yeah, yeah. yeah John Lennon is the correct answer on that one. Yeah. You sure Ringo didn't sneak in there a little? <laughs> <laughs> He's in Radiohead, right? There's a lot of Radiohead in there. <laughs> I uh, think he's at that house they go to. What? In Children of Men, and they're like driving the car, and then people are dying. <laughs> no, it's a and song. Then they like John Lennon look, is there. Plays, no, they over... pass this tree, and if you look really closely, Ringo's just kind of waving. <laughs> it's an uncredited. 
<laughs> appearance. That's why, that's why I jumped ahead. I hope I see that when I eat this later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> the, the Lennon song, I think, plays over the end credits. No, yeah, okay. Uh, David and Doug are at negative one. And <laughs> Damn. Sa- Sam, but just swinging. Sam, Old times, buddy. <laughs> Sam is winning with zero. Yeah. Round two. Who's IMDb known for top four begins with A Hard Day's Night? <laughs> Damn it, Doug. <laughs> if it's Ringo this time. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll give you one more. That's, uh, that's ridiculous. I'll give you one more title. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. <laughs> all right, I'll give you one more. I, why would you know from this, those two? Because those were both in the first person's uh, IMDb. Uh, the third title would be Yellow Submarine. David buzzes in. I'm going to say uh, Ringo Starr. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> David is a negative two. Oh, shit. Doug's buzzing in. George Harrison. Incorrect. <laughs> Doug is a negative two. Sam. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say Paul McCartney. Correct. <laughs> Damn. You nailed it. One point. Why did I go for the other obscure meal? <laughs> Now, uh, there's nothing like an obscure, <laughs> obscure beetle <laughs> to you fuck an, up your game. There's only one obscure beetle, and it's Pete Best. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Sam, you can get one extra point oh. by guessing the fourth title that's in uh, Paul McCartney's most known for on IMDb. I'm going to take a wild guess, which it's is probably wrong. Really wild, yes. The Simpsons. Whoa, that's a, that is an interesting. He was a voice on several. Yeah, episodes. yeah, yeah. Because TV does come up yeah. sometimes, but it's it's rare. Uh, in this case, uh, I guess he has a song on the soundtrack of Vanilla Sky. Oh, yeah. Braces. So Sam is in the lead with one point, and, and funny people. David has negative two, and Doug has negative two. <laughs> <laughs> Hands above buzzers, gentlemen. That's where. That's the only place I know to put. If Here's you say the third round, a hard day's night. <laughs> I, I, you know, looking at it, I can't promise anything. All right, but I will say this. Yep. The first title in this person's yep. best known for on IMDb is a movie called. The Beatles, eight days a week, the touring years. Doug is buzzed in. No, no, I did in fact just get in. And okay, uh, if you say so, David. I do, and I, uh, of course, say Ringo Starr. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct! Ah. It had to pay off eventually. Back in the lead. All right. That's how life works. Just say Ringo Starr often enough. <laughs> it's really going to turn around. Now, you get... <clears throat> an option for, you know, the possibility for bonus points, you get three guesses of three other titles that would be in Ringo Stars top four well, on I'm IMDb. Sergeant Pepper's Only Heart Club, I'd like to guess that. Sure. And then perhaps Yellow Submarine. Okay. And maybe... What would you I go for the fourth one? maybe a Labyrinth. Labyrinth? <laughs> He's waving by this tree. <laughs> Those children of men. Oh, damn it. 
<laughs> All right. Well, um, you didn't get credited. Those are three great gra- guesses. Thank you. Great guesses. But uh, coming in at number two of his most known for is uh, something called George Harrison living in the material world. Wow, that's got a sting. Yeah, buddy. fucking Ringo. <laughs> one of his top four is a George Harrison joint. <laughs> That doesn't seem right. Uh, then next up is Thomas and Friends. Wow. Because Ringo was a big part of the Thomas the Tank oh, Engine right. franchise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was right. the, uh, the the conductor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, this is a crazy top four. I don't get it. That's why it's so fun to play this game. Uh, Martin Scorsese's The Last Waltz. Wow. <laughs> Damn. I guess Ringo shows up in that. I guess mm. so. If you had started with that. You'd think Ringo would be in, you know, Yellow Submarine. You and, would. <laughs> you know, but there you go. No, he drowned in that. That's his top four. So uh, I have to say that Sam has uh, one point, and David has negative one, <laughs> and Doug has negative two. So Sam wins this game. Oh, all right. Shoot. Congratulations, Thank Sam. Thank you. Way to go. Thank you. Now... If I were to say for if we did go to another round, Sam George Harrison, that's who you would say, right? Yeah. yeah. And then what would you guess or is in his top four? Uh, I would guess, um, let's see, A Hard Day's Night, Yellow Submarine, and um, Monty Python's The Life of Brian. Oh, interesting. Because he's behind George Harrison was behind Handmade Films, which made a lot of great movies. Yep. But uh, his number one is the concert for Bangladesh. Of course it is. Yeah. And then his number two is George Harrison living in a material world. Yes, of course. I just said that before. You did, you did. It seems like more appropriate for him than for Ringo. I thought he was in Ringo Starr's living in a material world. And then... Is Madonna in that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm living in George Harrison's world. And then uh, Let It Be squeaked in for uh, George. And then you would have gotten one point for Hard yeah. Day's Night. Oh, all right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's uh, that's some weird shit. Like, they they do a weird emphasis on soundtracks rather than... They were in tons of movies, the Beatles. Yeah. They were all in movies, so, like, it's weird that mm. it worked out that way. Maybe uh, all of their relatives have decided what their top four should be. Since you can do that, as we've discussed. As if they've conspired specifically against me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that is an interesting thing about the algorithm of the uh, IMDb top four is that it can be chosen by right. the artist at, right. the, at this point, supposedly. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. It, it seems like weird choices for all these people, considering two of them are dead. <laughs> That's why I said they're families. Well, and Paul died. You think George Harrison fa- Harrison's family? Oh, that makes sense. His is actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say John Lennon's family dropped the ball. <laughs> Julian and Sean. That fucking Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, that shitty movie yeah. that he had nothing to do nothing. with, and they just used his songs. Yep. Yeah, that... that Yoko it, continues to ruin things. Yeah, come on, Yoko. <laughs> Get on IMDb and fix John Lennon's page. He, he was, like, acted in a bunch of movies. But anyway, let's play the Leonard Malton game. Oh! Give me, give me these fucking buzzers, Bob. <laughs> what is that, Goose? What's that, Trey? I'll get that, Doug. <laughs> Couldn't quite get the sound. It wasn't Train or Goose, though. 
It was somewhere in between. Something. What did it sound like? The truck. Truck? Truck driver. Kid, kid truck? Oh, yeah. Like a semi-truck driver. Honk. Yeah. That was fascinating. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> Just disappointed in my ear. <laughs> the doorbell's very clear. Yeah. That's a very and the obvious sports one. blooper. I'm having trouble putting these back in the box. Which <laughs> <laughs> makes for makes for great podcasting. When you when you drop them all on the ground. We're all just that. enraptured. Is there something it. else in there, Doug? What's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get these things in here if uh Gwyneth Paltrow's head wasn't in here. It's really taking taking up a lot of space. You should just edit in in the dead space Peter Falk reading about you putting these in the box. <laughs> Oh, and Doug struggled for so long. That book, you don't want to hear about that. Sure I do, Grandpa. Did he get a ball in? Now we'll have to read a little longer. And then have Daniel Stern do the voiceover for Fred Savage. I was an eight-year-old boy. Listen to my grandpa read a story. So you guys know how Leonard Melton game works. Yeah. Uh, you've all played it before, and uh, that's that's why I'm whipping it out, because we're only going to play it when uh, the guests know what's up, because I don't want to take the trouble to explain <laughs> it. Nice. Yeah. So who won that last game? Sam. I don't know why I asked. <laughs> Sam, Sam casually lifts up his finger. <laughs> of course I won, Doug. No. So, Sam, you get to pick between three different categories okay. for this. And uh, that's the, the latest twist on this game is I will not tell you what uh, the category titles uh, actually refer to. Uh, once you've chosen a t- uh, category, then I'll tell you what it's about. Oh, okay. Right? All right. It's extra fun. Would you like to play... Yellow... Sorry. What? That Yellow beer? Submarine? <laughs> What are you, you get this fucking happy on Bud Light? <laughs> I have an unopened Bud Light. An unopened Bud Light. You just have a beer sitting in front of you. You get so giggly. He's just thinking so about excited. that five milligram edible. <laughs> oh, that five milligrams is going to hit you hard. <laughs> Sam, yes. uh, oh, and then we'll go to uh, David and then to Doug. And the, Sam, your uh, category options are right. the good book. Okay. It's got a certain ringo to it. <laughs> or squeakwools. Ooh, okay. Or getting some tail. Yeah, which one of those would you like to play? I'll take uh, the good book. The good book is yeah. movies based on classic novels. Oh, okay. All right. I feel yeah. good about that. Uh, this particular one is... Uh, Let's see what year it was. It was uh, 2013. Ooh. And Leonard says about this movie, the stars are well cast. Mm -hmm. And he also says the result might best be described as a mixed bag. (laughs) All right. And then he lists 10 actors in this film. How many names do you think you can get it in, Sam Levine? I believe that I can do it. In nine. He says nine names. He just shaved one off, David Huntsberger. Um, it's classic literature or like well-selling, like bestsellers? Well-selling bestsellers. That's what I meant to say. Um, 
I don't know what was to tell you. Was it well best? <laughs> I don't. I just know that this is a classic novel. I don't. Know, classic. I don't know anything that you're talking about. I'm not. Okay. I love movies, not books. <laughs> I see. Well, I'm gonna much like with Ringo. I'm gonna say um, zero names. What? I'm jumping right in. Zero names, he says, Doug Millard. So you can, you can go negative one if you can name it and name uh, the top build person in it in the movie. Well, I'm gonna tell him to name it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you're gonna get the point if yeah. uh, if David fails. Uh, what's the name of the movie, David? I'm, I'm gonna guess the help. Wow. Really? <laughs> that is so ballsy. Thank you. And incorrect. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid that this particular film is called The Great Gatsby. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but that was uh, that was really that was nervy guess. play. When you went to zero, <laughs> I was like, there's no way that he knows this. <laughs> and I was right. Yeah, you were. Yeah. The Ga- it didn't seem like Gatsby would have ten credited. It seemed like a smaller cast to me, but now that I think it's... Right. It, Leonard loves to name names. Just ask uh, <laughs> Sam. He does love to name names. <laughs> <laughs> Wrote a whole book about it. <laughs> <laughs> Leonard Malton's Blacklist. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, that means that uh, Doug Millard is on the board with one point. <laughs> Using strategy rather than <laughs> knowledge, <laughs> which is how this works, and that's why it's so much fun. Uh, but that also means that Sam gets to uh, decide again the, yep. the next category, and then Doug will come to you because we changed the order. Sam, yep. would you like cable billing, worst guests... <laughs> Or run, Franca, run. <laughs> Was that run Franco? No, Franca. Okay. It's not about James Franco. I understand. Or Dave Franco. I'll take a... Or any other hidden Franco. Francos. <laughs> I understand. I'll take a run, Franca. Run, Franca, run yeah. is the films where Franca Potente has to flee. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Leonard lists six names. Okay. God, if David says zero. <laughs> <laughs> the year is 2002. He says about this movie that it was filmed as a TV miniseries in 1988. And he also says the alternate edition runs 119 minutes. Mm. And I should say that the regular version runs 121 minutes. So thanks, Leonard, <laughs> for pointing out those two missing minutes. How many names can you get it in out of six, Sam? Negative two. What? <laughs> somebody, come on, somebody came to play, and unfortunately, that person is not Doug Millard. <laughs> what do you think? If Doug? I'm wrong, doesn't he win? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But you're not going to be wrong. Yeah, you don't know. I I do know. I'm going to say name it. I got a strong feeling for how this works. All right. I believe the film we're talking about is The Born Identity, and the names would be Matt Damon and Franca Potenta. Correct. It's number three, Chris Cooper. Number three is, in fact, Chris Cooper. Goddamn show off. I was going to do it, but I didn't want to chance it. What what was the fourth name? Julia Stiles. 
No, she, uh, was, she was sixth. Oh, what was Brian the, Cox. Yes, that's right. more than, What was the fifth name? Um, uh, Clive Owen. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a tie game, everybody. Sam and uh, Doug both have one point, and I think we get in the mix. <laughs> Get in there, David. <laughs> Come on, dude. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I looked up at the clock and like, we're so far ahead of schedule. <laughs> because like, you got, the three of you are like a, like a perfect storm of guests who don't add a lot of bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's always somebody that just has a lot to say about yeah. everything and just keeps talking, and that helps me to pad the time. Mm-hmm. But you guys are just like... So you need that. Answer is this. Oh, I lost? Okay, great. Do you want me to call yeah. Jeff Garland on speakerphone? <laughs> Dude, like, I'm not kidding you. Jeff Garland was almost on the show tonight. <laughs> He was booked to be the fourth guest, yeah. you know, through publicists and whatnot, because uh-huh. I, you know, even though he and I are longtime friends, yeah. I'm not dealing with him personally. I understand. <laughs> Somebody reached out and said, Jeff Garland, you know, we want to put Jeff Garland in Douglas movies. And I was like, okay, let's make it happen. And we, you know, jumped around. It still might happen, but whatever it is he wants to promote right now. Uh, there was a chance he was going to show up tonight. It's a Netflix movie of the week thing called Handsome, a Netflix murder mystery. Which I saw last night. Did you like it? <laughs> I did. It's very funny. Right. And he's funny in it. Yeah, why do you? Great could you speculate cast. as to why he couldn't show up tonight to promote it? Uh, he was exhausted from all of his partying last night. Really? He was partying hard? No, I was not partying hard. I, I don't know. Family stuff? I couldn't tell Whatever. you. Whatever, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, there's plenty of reasons to not sure. be here. But it was weeks of, like, hassling me about Jeff Garland wants to be on. Yeah. And weeks of me sitting around going, oh, shit, Jeff Garland wants to be on. And I booked the three of you because I thought Jeff Garland would have to fucking buckle down and play the game. <laughs> against never. Against three serious players like you guys. We never would have gotten to the Malton game if you were here. I don't, yeah, right? We'd I don't, still be I don't on know. Ringo. <laughs> I don't know because the three of you would be like focused on wanting to play mm-hmm. so I thought that would focus him yeah, he would steamroll over us <laughs> trying to envision myself being like Jeff Jeff come on let's get to this game <laughs> let's, let's, let's focus it but he says it himself if you listen to the classic Jeff Garland obnoxious guest episodes uh-huh. like there's several points where he goes go ahead let's play the game like he starts egging me on like I'm the reason we're not getting to the game like I'm the one sitting around going I like to dick around and not have any point to my podcast whatsoever so apologies and congratulations that he's not here tonight <laughs> because it would have been interesting it would have for sure but should we be concerned? No, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. I'm sure he's just didn't want to. Just decided he didn't want to do it. But like, why beg me for dates and then settle on a date and then go? Oh no, that's not going to work. Well, maybe it was the publicist. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, when you're dealing with a, a, another person. Mm-hmm. So, 
Anyway, uh, Jeff Garland, rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> and check out his movie on Netflix. This it's episode handsome. is dedicated to Jeff, and yeah, check out his last movie. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever that thing was. All right. <laughs> now, hypothetically, let's say something did happen. Would you edit this episode at all? <laughs> Like if I went home and found out Jeff Garland was dead, would I would I feel bad about right, that? Yeah. yeah, of course. I, I think you'd also, but you should also feel like a god. Yeah. No one cancels yeah, me. Yeah, and I should turn my energy on somebody yeah, more yeah. offensive. Yeah. If I'm gonna just murder somebody with my mind. But no one would ever cancel again. I still love the dude. I think he's great on the gold oh, yeah. farbs. Wait a minute. <laughs> I always call. I always say the name of the show wrong when he's on. So yeah, that might be why he didn't come back on. Goldfarb is the last name of the family in Requiem for a Dream. Really, Sarah Goldfarb. Oh, let's give him some points just for that. <laughs> I had no. I had no idea Jews did drugs. That's really, really interesting. Ma, ma, you want uppers? You want uppers? <laughs> All right, so. Uh, Doug has one point, Sam has one point, and David is... Uh, Full of dreams. Bereft. <laughs> <laughs> so David gets the pick, and then we'll go to Sam? Uh, no. No? What went no, wrong? Dave, Doug gets a pick? No, David picks, goes to Doug. Okay, thanks, dude. Yep. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sam's always keeping track of what's going on. Uh, all right, David. Would you like ice knowing you... Films of iced tea. Or Douglas. Ooh. <laughs> or Hot Tub Time Machine. Which category would you like to play? Well, two Dougs here. Oh, God. oh heavens. <laughs> Not the clown bag. That water. There's so many things in it. <laughs> My fake shit is ruined. <laughs> the prizes are wet. <laughs> uh, I. Because there are two Dougs, I'm going to say Douglas. Oh, okay. Is it Douglas with A-S or like it's minus Dougs? Douglas. Do you pick it? I pick it. And then then I will explain to you. Okay. It's Douglas L-E-S-S. Movies okay. with no one named Doug. These are, <laughs> these are remakes of movies that I was not in. Okay. These, this movie is Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> and specifically remakes. <laughs> These are remakes and prequels without Dougs. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Twelve names. The year is 2014. Okay. Leonard says this movie is based on a play. And he also says that... Uh, what? Oh, <laughs> that it has an attractive cast. God damn it. Yeah. Another, another uh, sign that I'm not in it. 12 names. That's how attractive the cast was. He lists 12 names. How many do you think you can get it in? For a chance... Two. To force a three-way tie. What? He says... He says... And now I remember why this game used to drive me crazy. He says... A mere two names, Doug. 
I just need some stragglers on the back end, oh, and then it'll all God kick in. Oh, God's sake. <laughs> Sorry, Miles. I did everything I could. Yeah, well, you gotta name it. <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna jump ahead? No, I'm not going to one. Now, you understand two means he's only going to name two names, right? He's not going to go from the bottom of the list up? Got it. Okay. <laughs> I just need those stragglers. It was a very kamikaze uh, bet on your there part. I had one, stra- one strategy all night, guys. You had I got to so go out many. how I came in. Your Loser. strategy is just go for it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because I don't, in I don't think it's going to work people. out for you. You don't? Uh-uh. It seems like Sam one of those definitely movies. knows it's not going to work out for you. No way. With, with 12 people, I'm and assuming a lot of Sam hates too. about this game. Mm-hmm. Sam was delighted there were there was, was only three players tonight. So when there's happy. four, he hates it even more. Well, okay. Only for the multi there's, there's Yeah, there's more likelihood of you, getting locked you out. Because you prefer when people Malton. answer it, when they get it. No, I just hate being mathematically boxed out of even playing. <laughs> but yeah. couldn't you go negative one? It's not on he me. You can't do shit. Doug's going to Doug. tell you to name it. Uh, I'm going to say two names. You're going to fail. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. that's why Sam is suffering. Yeah. Well, listen, because he I has to just watch them? it happen. <laughs> he can't can jump do. in. No. He can't save anyone. I can't There's push the car off do. the tracks. I have to stand here and watch it unfold. <laughs> now, okay, what if I offer up uh, a higher number? Will you let it go around and have some fun with it? Or are you going to snag it? <laughs> Sir, I don't make the rules. <laughs> <laughs> but if, it, if you're doing this just so it can come to you and you'll snack on it, Ooh. well, that, uh, if you want to, like, let's go around the horn. I'll say 12 and let's just loop it around. I just, I just. Well, want you the, can't take all twelve. Uh, I just want the bottom. Or I guess you can. He's the first bid. Yeah. So you could take all twelve. But I'll then say, Sam could say, I mean, then Doug. Doug could say eleven. Right. And, and then, then and then Sam is gonna say, Doug, name that. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> I will not do that. I will not do that. <laughs> I just yeah. want the bottom two names to be Ringo Starr and Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs> Please, God. That's not a thing. <laughs> and I would say but anyway, that's just my God. guess what's going to happen if you go two names. But you could change your bid if you'd like. Well, you want to get in the mix? I mean, I don't want you to leave disappointed. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm very happy no. with everything. And, and we, all, you, we all want him to leave. I want, <laughs> I want, you, to, I want you to play however, however makes you happiest. Sure. If you want to do two names, you do two names. I like the intrigue of, like, what if it sparks something in my brain, and then we all get to see a heroic moment. <laughs> Right, but you could do that with like five or six names, probably, because Doug isn't going to bid lower than what you bid, because no. he's sitting there in a hat that says Dolly on it. <laughs> All right, I'll go to five. <laughs> and at least gives you... <laughs> I'd love to see a three-way tie here, to be honest with you. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what I'd love to see. Okay. But five names... Okay, he says five names, Doug. I'll still tell him to name it, though. <laughs> yeah, okay. right. All right. Yeah, he's still making slightly name less it. heroic. I'll tell you what, on. I have no idea what it is, but if these names help me out, I might I might do charades to help you for the three-way tie. Okay. I don't think as an extra clue to you, David, uh-huh. I don't think charades could help you figure out the, this title. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. God, right. I want to see this though. Okay. The five names uh-huh. are Mikad Brooks. Salita Ebanks. Remember when you just wanted two? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are your two. Okay. What would you have done with that? I have a guess. With those two names? Yeah. Don't say it yet. Wait for the other three. Wait for the other three. (laughs) Wait for the other three. Brian Callen. Oh, okay. 
Joe Lotruglio. Oh, yeah. Hey. Former guest on this program. Hope to have him back. And Terrell Owens. What the fuck? What? This was a play? Um, supposedly. What the? It was based on a play. Well, you're gonna crack up at this. It's With an the attractive cast. The With, rest of them are attractive. Can I tell you my two name guess and not be counted as losing? Okay. I was gonna guess Les Miserables. Okay. So 2014, that was right around when that came out, right? And they're attractive. Anne Hathaway came out a little earlier. Yeah. Hugh Jackman. I think what? that would be called a musical rather <clears throat> than a play. But oh, oh, they swim in the same waters. <laughs> they sing every goddamn word of the story, so it's more of a musical than a play. Terrell but... Owens, what were you in, you rascal? That was a play. Um, 2014. I'm you gonna also know it. that I picked the clues that are the most misleading. Yeah, I'm gonna and difficult. This is stupid, but I'm gonna <laughs> oh, guess I I know love and basketball. You do think you know? I what think it is? I know what it is. <laughs> love and basketball cannot be based on a play. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> oh yeah. It was just like a basketball court, and a guy and a girl, and they just one on one. I mean, and it, there was a Chekhov thing. thing. Yeah, it was it, the translation from Russian was a little. Oh, different. it was uh, it was Chekhov like. It was yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was Terrell Owens in? Or, I, can I can I make my guess? What can I guess? I, mean, uh, I know the game already ended. But. Yeah, please. Is it they came together? No. Oh, all right. Because you named some uh, David Wayne people. In yeah, there, and yeah. I thought they might have done that as a play once. All right. Uh, you know, let's David just for fun. Uh huh. I'm gonna list the rest of the people. Okay. And then you're gonna not tell me the correct title. <laughs> <laughs> I've got this. Paula Patton. Okay. Oh, she's so beautiful. Adam Rodriguez. He's okay. so beautiful. Christ- <laughs> Christopher McDonald. I would have yeah. sex with this. I'm indifferent. <laughs> Joy Bryant. Regina Hall. Ooh. Michael Ely. Uh huh. And Kevin Hart. Right. You're still not going to get it with yeah. all of the names. Yeah. Just for future appearances on the show, <laughs> when we might play Leonard Malton game. Right. Try to be less ballsy. Never be ballsy. And more make someone else answer. All right. Everyone's got to have their strategy. <laughs> Everyone's got to have their strategy. (laughs) Man's got to have a code. And all of them Um, have to lose to Sam. Yeah. Or Doug in this case, because he, you know. Kevin Hart, the lead in a 2014 movie that was a play. Not Central Mm -hmm. Intelligence. Someone from the crowd. No, don't don't help him. You got it? I'll give you a hint. It's not The Wedding Ringer. It's a hard day's night. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have a guess. It does have have the word night in the title. What? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> the night. I couldn't have been more Dark thoroughly talked out of my strategy. <laughs> like, I come back, I was like, uh, this episode 50? is all about what you're going to do on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> if we play Litter Malt, you know Litter Malt pulled out of mothballs for this occasion. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking that I'd really. <laughs> You know, bring it back some luster, and I I just shit all over it. I didn't help it at all. I knew knew Sam would, you know, step up and Uh point out to everybody what they're doing wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, I just uh, echoed the sentiment. (laughs) You sound like uh, (laughs) a... 
You sounded like Don Knotts. Andy. I don't think you're right, man. I should have been nominated for oh. an Academy Award for my work in Pleasantville. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> or shake you scum in the West. <laughs> Can we do Don Knotts versus Bane? Oh, I like it. Uh, what are we arguing about? Good for you, for him. That'd be bad news for Bane. <laughs> Go shake in the shadows. I was a fish that had sonar, you know. I can blow up ships and, uh, you know, rockets and things. Doug is our winner, and the movie is called About Last Night. Wow based on the play Sexual Perversity in Chicago, which was made into a movie called About Last Night with Demi Moore and Rob Lowe that I am uh, actually in. <laughs> <laughs> Is this that different than Love and Basketball, though? <laughs> <laughs> Should I give it to you just on, <laughs> just on this vague notion of being kind of right? Yeah, just for like, just the ballsiness. Do we reward that in this game? We don't. We just we, sheer stupidity. We reward ballsiness when it pays off for an actual yeah. win. Yeah. Then, then we go ape shit. I didn't then even get it with all twelve moment. names in one of the names of the title. <laughs> it was three words made the title. I had one of them and twelve no, I actors. Got, I got night. Did you yeah. know there was a movie called About Last Night with Kevin Hart and a bunch of other people? Yeah, now that you say it, I... Uh, seems familiar? Seems familiar, yeah. All right. But I would never have guessed it was a play. No. By David Mamet. Damn. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Mamet. Um, <laughs> Mamet. That's the new damn it. Just when something goes wrong, Mamet. God, Mamet. <laughs> well, congratulations, Doug Millard. You did it. Way to go, buddy. You get an edible. <laughs> All dogs go to Kevin, wins all the prize bags. Come up and get your stuff, dude. Sorry, Jess. I, I was only trying so hard for you. Let's not forget about Kevin's spokesperson. <laughs> Other Kevin. <laughs> uh, pass your, uh, the other name tags down here for the, uh, the shit. Is the, is the name tag inside the of it? Oh. There's no shithead on here? Okay, all right. Wonder if my mic caught that. <laughs> maybe, maybe it did. I'll say it second. What? Yeah, I have no idea what the hell any of that is. That's the reason I was hoping I would win so you wouldn't have to read it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the main reason you That's wanted to win, not that you always want to no, win. No, just, just to avoid that, whatever that is. I love it. Uh, Sam, what do you got to plug? What's coming oh, up, buddy? Uh, well, you can always see me uh, on Kevin Pollock's chat show uh, or on YouTube, iTunes, Earwolf. We stream episodes every Sunday at 12.30 Pacific. Uh, oh, and I just interviewed uh, Ethan Embry. Uh, I was guest hosting for Kevin and had a two-hour chat with Ethan Embry, which was a lot of fun, so check that out. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, I guess uh, Netflix, Wet Hot American Summer, uh, 10 years... Uh, later mm -hmm. is going to be out this summer sometime. Yeah. Nice. Netflix, so and you're still the, the PA voice? No, this time I'm on camera. Whoa! It's 10 years later, so I'm Woo! finally already in person. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, buddy. David. I have a, a podcast where I interview scientists over beer called The Space Cave, if that sounds appealing to anyone. I, um, How drunk do the scientists get? 
Sometimes they get a little loopy, but not much. It depends. I mean, we never really have more than like two beers, but sometimes they're like high alcohol content, and they'll get a little like just a little tipsy. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Milligrams of this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not to change the format of your show or anything, but like you know, maybe getting them high would be fun. I would. I'd be into that. Of drug. Yeah. No, I would be into that. Mushroom. I just don't smoke a ton of pots. So mushrooms. Then. Doug suggested mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I've They're been on a kick. Looking at their hand the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and where can people find that? That is on iTunes and uh, at thespacecave.com, any, uh, through davidhuntsberger.com as well. I'm doing some stand-up touring on the western side of the United States starting in mid-May, uh, going up to like Vancouver. The first night is in San Francisco at Doc's Lab on May 17th, then uh, to Idaho and Denver and back through Arizona. If you live anywhere in there, uh, come say hello. And then I'm doing the... Edinburgh Fringe Festival in August. Whoa. Yeah, it's awesome. daunting. Thanks. Like two yeah. whole weeks you have to do or something, right? You do like a month, yeah. A and whole so, month. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing a pre-order for my next CD as a means like through Kickstarter to try to raise some funds to help out with that because it's like overwhelming how much Yeah, that's massive. Do. Yeah, it's big, but I'm, I'm excited to try it out. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll retweet uh, about you being there because it's, uh, it's a cool thing, but you got to get people out. Like, you yeah. gotta promote your shit. I've spent most of my mental time just picturing me performing to one weird Scottish guy. <laughs> and being like, this is okay. This is all right. That's why I got into this. You right? just keep lifting his kilt up to show you his dick. <laughs> At least he'll be engaged. <laughs> oh, he's still awake. All right. Have you seen the uh, Hannibal Burris uh, doc about no. being there? I've heard. I need you to watch that. You should check that out. It yeah. really gives you a good feel for what it's like. Because okay. he, like, you know, he does shows every day for a month. And it's like, there's parts of it that are exhilarating. And also parts that are exhausting and sad. yeah okay yeah, yeah i sure. need to watch that because i am a little overwhelmed by just the idea of it people keep saying like oh it's worth it it's really fun so don't use the same strategy you used here tonight <laughs> <laughs> what if it would have worked <laughs> yeah get your shit together before edinburgh don't go in with some half half-assed strategy <laughs> i mean ringo was the answer once yeah. yeah. Oh no, that that part of it I don't have a problem with, but that part of it also doesn't matter. Like you know, <laughs> the last game we play is the one where really where you got to really make all the right moves. Yeah. And you could have bid like, uh, wh- where were you at? You could have bid like eleven names. <laughs> you you weren't in that movie, were you? What? All the right moves? <laughs> no. <laughs> you were Chuck Yeager. It's important to know for next time. <laughs> Doug Ballard, what do you got to plug? I just like you on stage panicking, going, Ringo, Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can just find me on all the social media. I make all sorts of dumb shit out there. All, you know. Uh, <laughs> Those t-shirts you made for yes. Dumb Girl were hilarious. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's Doug, M-E-L-L-A-R-D. That's correct. And um, I, I'm a... Uh, social media. You can catch me touring, and then uh, also, I'm going to fu- uh, take... You're going to fuck what? I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> I'm gonna be on tour and also I'm gonna be fucking. <laughs> you wanna check that out? Lots of fucking. Uh, you can find that online and you can find me on uh, Grinder, Tinder. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll be taping a follow up to my album Fart Safari called on Stand Up Records uh, at July 31st, uh, at, at the, the last weekend of, the, of July at the Velveeta Room in Austin, Texas. It's going to be called Fart Safari 2, Fart Harder. Uh, put a lot of thought into that. I 
got so excited, I thought of you for some reason. I was like, Doug is going to love this. <laughs> I've been waiting to tell you this for so long. Is that based on the Rob Schneider movie of the same name? <laughs> I hope your next project is called Fart School Confidential. Could go on and on with the fart puns. Or f- fart, uh, wait, with a vengeance? <laughs> Arthur, he does what he pleases. (laughs) You ever been caught between a fart and New York City? Twice. (laughs) Thank you to all of my uh, guests tonight. Three of the best. Sam Levine, David Huntsberger, Doug Millard. Uh... May 14th, I'm going to be in Denver doing a couple shows, a movie interruption and a Douglas Movies. Uh, so go to douglasmovies.com to uh, find out more about those two shows. And also back here in Los Angeles at Meltdown Comics on May 15th. As always, uh, neighbors are a shithead? That's what you wanted me to say? <laughs> You got a real issue with your neighbors? She's just not a Zac Efron to... They're in your business? They're, <laughs> they're all in your business? Oh, Zac Efron. I thought you it was you with a broomstick on the ceiling. Keep it down! But it's the movie. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no. I take it as you. Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. That, wow. That neighbors. That's, yeah, that's the old, old <laughs> yeah, school old neighbors. School. <laughs> all right. Well... <laughs> Well, whatever it is, I, I hope you've gotten your anger out at, at the movie or uh, your actual neighbors. You excited about Baywatch? <laughs> Doug's been asking everyone. <laughs> Doug has a podcast. Uh, Doug Millard asks people about Zac Efron. You watch Baywatch? <laughs> and... Uh, uh, there's a person called Stephen A.S.T. Or is his name yeah, pronounced? Yeah, Ast? Yeah. Ast? Yeah. Stephen Ast? <laughs> yeah. One sh- more time. <laughs> it says he's a shithead and it says Ast is an ass. What? See, this is what I was trying yeah. to prevent. <laughs> yeah, you were trying to stop this from happening. I was trying happening. to stop that from happening. <laughs> to no avail. And he had still there. Once again, today's episode is brought to you in part by Bosch. Bosch is back for a third season. Titus Welliver, he's amazing, stars as Detective Harry Bosch, an honest cop driven by a dark past who is obsessed with punishing criminals no matter what the cost. Based on the best-selling novels by Michael Connelly, stream season three now on Amazon Prime. It's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves movies. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.